Welcome to Frankly Speaking with Mayor B. This is where we're going to discuss season, episode six of The Hills, Boyfriends Work. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Boyfriends, Boyfriends and work, work don't, don't mix. mix. I'm a little into my cups. Um, <laughs> in our series, The Hills Have Size, where we discuss the seminal 2006 series, The Hills. Yep. I'm Frank, and this is Meredith, also known as Mayor B. Amaze. Um, so let's jump right in. First, we want to talk about a little bit like last episode. I told you I was going to research some things, and I did for you guys. So, um, Audrina's date, Danny, no info on him whatsoever. On IMDb, he's not even listed on the episode, and I have no way of finding his last name, so I'm going to assume that his career went nowhere. And he's probably because an over the hill rent boy at this point, if I had to guess. Like, yeah. giving pukey hand jobs for 50 bucks to old men. <laughs> um, and then the other thing was I know I also mentioned that I thought that El Coyote was the restaurant that Jeff Lewis redid on Flipping Out and on Bravo in LA. And actually, it was not. That was um, Casa Vega. So I was incorrect. So I apologize to all of you. <laughs> At in <laughs> tacky looking Mexican restaurant in Los Angeles area. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's dive right in. Let's do it. Boyfriends and work don't mix. Yeah, they do not. They don't. They do yeah. not. So mm, let's see. We open with Heidi, Lauren, and Audrina, our primary cast, actually sitting down and having lunch together. Yeah. I feel like this is the first time we've seen them, the three of them together in quite a while. And they're having lunch, and Heidi is wearing her same baby snuggles, as we were calling it, tank top from the previous episode. And oh, but it was baby muscles. I was oh, getting sorry. to that. Sorry, jumped ahead. <laughs> okay, well, spoiler alert: it says baby muscles, which makes it really funny, <laughs> and it doesn't make any sense. And we rewound it several times to figure out what it said. <laughs> so it says baby muscles. There you go. And also, that means that this was the same day. As yeah. her work breakdown. Yeah. Because we know that they specifically It basically said, means the whole show was filmed in 10 days. <laughs> yeah, that they were not allowed to wear the same episode more than one day. Like, more than once. So it The was same outfit. Sh- the same outfit. Yep. So it was for sure the day she was having the breakdown on a razor phone with Jordan and all that stuff. So same day. Yep. And P.S. She's fucking fine at lunch. Like, happy as a clam. Uh, yeah, the breakdown to Jordan on the phone must have come later. Yeah. So anyway, they are talking about how... On Wednesday, again, with the Wednesday events, everything in the show happens on, on Wednesday. Wednesdays. Because it's hump day. Yeah, there you go. And they like to hump. Whoa. And Heidi and Jordan's six-month anniversary is on Wednesday. And this is where things get a little confusing, and this is how the editors have turned it out. Because Heidi was wearing that tank top when they were during the episode about Jason's birthday. Which is Which was on a Wednesday. And it's technically January. <laughs> yeah. So if she was wearing that tank top, like that means her anniversary and Jordan's birthday was on the same day. So there's all kinds of messed up crap going on here. And we've also looked more into Heidi and Jordan's relationship and the timeline there. And MTV is just hosing us through and through. 100%. There is everything we're seeing here is completely out of order. Nothing makes sense. Nothing. Which is fine, but it frustrates me all the same. So my favorite part of this scene is actually when they're talking about the six month anniversary and what it means (laughs) and that, you know, Heidi, um, that Jordan originally asked her out with like a bouquet of lilies and she was really like touched by that or whatever. And Lauren said like six months is like a big deal. You know, like when you were in high school, like 
six months is when you gave it up. And they all just have this, like, massive laugh about it. Like, high school was so long ago. Like, it's so far in their past. When really it's, like, 300 days behind them, maximum. Well, and I would like to add a little side note. I put um, six months to pound town, according to Lauren's, Lauren in high school. Um, but I don't know where Lauren went to high school. I mean, I know she went to Laguna Beach she went High to or Lag- whatever. LBHS. Um, I don't know what her problem is, but... Maybe my friends were really slutty, but six months is way long to wait. That seems long. That seems really long. Yeah. Really long. Yeah. I would say like two, three weeks, tops. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anyone who waited for a specific anniversary. No, but I mean, I think that a lot of like my friends in high school, if their boyfriends and girlfriends were like, it's going to be six months, they would be like, peace out. I... I don't, I mean, no one I know ever said, like, at six months we'll do this. I feel like there were probably some people who would pick an occasion in the distant future, like my birthday or Christmas or prom. You know what I mean? But, like, six months seems very, like... I, my friends just never picked an occasion. They just did it. I said some people. Oh. I mean, I'm just playing my cards. I don't know that anyone I know actually did that. I didn't. But I was a little surprised. Like, six months, you, you would not be a popular girl or boy. Yeah. I also hate months anniversaries. Why? I think they're stupid. You know, I think one month anniversaries are stupid. I could get behind six, maybe. I mean, I, well, I would get behind six, but I wouldn't get behind, like, a year and a half. Like, six is all I'm giving you. Six, and then it's a year, one year, two year, three years. I'm not getting behind. I, I'm giving it to Heidi only because she's 19. Well, yeah, true. But, I mean, even as an adult, six months, I would, I'd be okay with that. No. Nope. So, we go from the lunch to Heidi back at work, but I think it's supposedly a different day at work. I'm not sure. Is, or is Baby Muscles tanked up? No, presents? Baby Muscles tanked up. was still probably... So, <laughs> oh, and, that's right. That's what we know. And this is the, the thing that is so fucked up. So, like, last week... She is devastated, miserable, on the phone crying because her work is terrible in the baby muscles tank. Then this week, she is given the opportunity she's been dying to have to actually work at a club. So same day. I mean, talk about a roller coaster of emotions. I like, know. I, I'm down, I'm up, I'm all over the place. Like, I'm, what's happening? Um, but what annoys... I, I mean, again, I probably would have done the same thing, truth be told. <laughs> But Team Heidi. She is offered a chance on Wednesday night to finally work at a club, to work at LAX. She says her big chance, out of the office, work in a club. And she says, Ew, it's my anniversary. Is there any way I could work Saturday instead? I wanted to reach through the TV and stab her in the face. I wanted to gouge out her eyes and skull fuck her. She's an idiot. I did too. And then Elodie, Heidi's coworker, who becomes, you know, more prominent in later seasons... Has the best line. It's so good. It's she, good. She looks at her and she gets, She says, Okay, miss, I have a big personal schedule. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You're 19. You don't have a schedule. No. You have a job and you do what I say. And how do you... Like, literally two hours before, you probably crying to your boyfriend because your job sucks and you're bored. They tell you, Okay, your job doesn't suck and you're not bored anymore. And she's like, Nah, not so much. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So the other really important part of the scene, for those of you who stuck with us through all the episodes and rewinding back to episode two, the scene opens with Heidi on her work computer and she's playing solitaire again and she's using the same ugly deck of cards. She's using the red cards with with the the green frog 
this is just further confirmation that she picked those fugly cards and I was right. She took the time to pick something fugly and I hate it. Maybe she's into fish. Like I feel like peace frogs. So maybe she's a hippie at heart. You never know. P um, P H R O G. Yes. P H R O D. Um, and also I, I didn't make sure that I noticed that Elodie is also wearing the same outfit for her, So it's a hundred percent the same day. Yeah. Like the white blouse, the black leather jacket. Baby, the what does baby muscles mean? I think because it's a it's a tank top, like it's a it's a wife beater. Right. So I think it's like you know baby muscles, like it's a muscle tank. Like so, I, it's dumb. It's admittedly. terrible. And when we say it, it's a black tank that's bedazzled in yeah. pink, baby blue, and like white. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's horrible. Yeah. With a little thing on the back, it's terrible. It was probably from Kitson. Oh my god! Oh, please! <laughs> I wish. Yeah. yeah. It Paris, probably was. Paris Hilton put Kitson on the map. Like, it'd be, actually, right, it probably was from Kitson. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, then we got to uh, Jason sort of surprising Lauren outside of Fidham. She's on her way to take a test. Yes. And they quickly rehash his birthday from the episode before. Well, let's talk about this because um, I refuse to believe that he's memorized her school schedule. Um, so we know the producers were like, be here at this. I mean, he's just parked on the street at a parking meter. It just happens to be there as she's walking by. I know. Like, whatever. That's bullshit. Um, so obviously the producers orchestrated this whole thing. And, um, what you missed was that he was wearing yet another amazing Eddie Hardy t-shirt. This one was like a kind of pea green. (laughs) You know what it is though? Is that like Jason wears them so frequently. I'm just not going to notice them. Yeah. Well, I'm going to notice all of them. Like anything he wears that says Ed Hardy or has roses, a skull, bedazzled, like I'm just not going to notice it because that's his token uniform. Like that's all he wears. And more power to him. Yeah. I mean, I'm he, on board. Yeah. He looks fine. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm holding hot hope for Von Dutch. Von Dutch is coming. It may have to, we may have to wait until Brody Jenner shows up, but Von Dutch is coming. I mean, what are we going to do when we finally see it? Um, Clap. No, but it'll be like the Andy Cohen mazel. Like, we'll just have to, like, pound our drinks or something. I am going to have to dig through my closet. I may still have my Von Dutch shirt somewhere. And I'm going to have to dig through it. I will <laughs> okay. wear it in honorarium. We'll post it on Instagram, yeah. then. Um, and I was a little surprised that... Oh, so then we go to the... Back to the closet. Yep. And I was a little shocked that they actually talked about Lauren's school. Because <laughs> up till now, it hasn't come oh, up much did. at work. Okay. Because Lauren has a test. Lauren is oh. not going to be there for the yeah. fashion. And I, because up until now, when they've been in the Team Vogue closet, even though this is an internship and it's school related, school has never been mentioned. No. At work. At, at the internship. No. Um, and for those of you who um, are all interested, I did do a little bit of research on FIDM, the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. Because I wanted to know more, and I feel like we've talked so much about it, and it actually plays a lesser and lesser role in this show, but I wanted to know what the scoop was. Um, Because in the first few episodes, it was pretty important. And they offer associates and bachelor's degrees in a number of things. Um, Lauren ended up getting her degree in merchandise product development. Bachelor's. I believe it's a bachelor's. Yeah, I think Because she had credits going in, so I think she actually did complete a four-year program. Um, But they do have four campuses in L.A. and San Francisco and Irvine, 
which is where Lauren took classes that semester she lived at home with her parents. So she might actually, she might have had FITM credits once she moved to LA. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then they have another in San Diego. But one thing that was really exciting for me is other FITM alumni. And my comrade Frank will be very excited for some people. Oh, I Fill me so, in. Lauren Conrad is the one that comes up first. Of course. Now, yeah. Um, another is Monique Lillier, the famous wedding dress designer, who was actually so That's impressive. impressive. When yeah. did she graduate? Do we know? I don't know. That's impressive. But also, at this time, in 2006, that was huge. Like, I feel like every celebrity that got married wore Monique Lillier. Yeah, she's a big deal. So then, there were several famous people from Project Runway. Leanne, who okay. was a winner. Yes. Santino. Ah, oh, love him. Yeah. And Nick Varios. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is my coup de grace for my dear friend Frank. Another alumni of FITM is Amanda Bynes. <gasps> but. Oh, is that where she's currently going? Like when she got cracked out? I'm not done. She was expelled. No, I, yes, I knew she got expelled from fashion school, but so it was FITM. It was FITM. Oh, poor. I'm going to pour one out for Amanda Bynes right now, honey. I know. Like, where, what is ha- she's I'm assuming for- she's doing well because we haven't heard from her recently, but when she threw that bong out the window <laughs> of her apartment in New York City, she stole my heart. Stole my heart. And friend of the show, Jessica Guilfoyle, and I are obsessed with She's the Man, Amanda Bynes' movie. Love it. Love it. Je- shout out, Jess. Um, but love that movie. Amanda, wherever you are, I hope you're doing well. So that's the scoop on FITM. Um, you know, lots of exciting stuff happen at the happening at the fashion Oh, Institute. I can just picture Amanda Bynes sitting in those chase lounges just like jerking and twitching. Yep. Playing solitaire faster than anybody else. <laughs> Has ever played in their lives. Yep. Yep. Um, so my other big thing when Jason surprises, quote, surprises Lauren on the street before she takes her test is that Lauren is carrying the black quilted Chanel purse that Jason gives her for Christmas two episodes from now. Well, I mean, I'm getting so angry. It's annoying, but like, because we're going to jump back in two episodes, it'll be annoying, but technically it's, because birthday was in January, so that yeah. makes sense. It makes me think that they actually did most of the filming, like, from January to April. Well, no, but Fashion Week was in September. October. Oh, it was October when she was on TRL? I thought she was on TRL in September. She was on TRL in September. But then LA Fashion Week, that's in this episode, No, no, no but I'm saying in the beginning when she went to New York Fashion Week, drop off the dress. September so 2005. We're looking, I would say they filmed from September to, like, February, maybe? I mean, I guess we'll figure that out as we keep going, but... I mean, I think they had to have a lot of footage to, like, edit it down to something watchable. Yeah. And entertaining. Yeah. So. I mean, so basically, they only did ten exciting things in, like, eight months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because this season's only ten episodes long, so season right. two is where we ramp it up to, We like are more than episodes. halfway. Yeah, we're more than halfway I down. know, yeah. So, after that, Heidi is at work. It's a different day. Well, I have a quick note still yeah. while they're in the closet. Um, Whitney has to call Lauren because Lauren has a test and she can't come to the... Uh, she's Whitney has to tell Lauren about the fashion show. 
She wasn't there. They have the meeting with oh, Lisa Love and yeah, right. stuff. Yep. Um, and I love that I, I specifically wrote down that Whitney had her antenna up on her cell phone. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? I, I mean, in my StarTech phone, which was fierce, by the way, um, I never put the antenna up. Did you ever put the antenna up on your phone? Who puts the antenna up on their phone? It doesn't make a lick of difference. I don't think I ever had one that had a proper antenna. I think I had one that had, like, the nub antenna. Oh, okay. I had several, I think, that had the nub. Well, but no one who had a proper antenna ever put it up. Because it didn't make any difference. It was dumb. And hers was up. So I was just like, Whitney, what are you doing? I love you, Whitney, but what are you doing? (laughs) Hold on. I can't hear you. Yeah. Let me me, me pull this up two inches. (laughs) All right. Then we go to Heidi at a different day of work. Baby Muscles is no longer there. No. It's finally been retired. Good. Thank goodness. Um, And so Heidi has now been told that she's going to work in the clubs on Wednesdays, as we discussed, because everything happens on Wednesdays. And the woman who I believe was in episode two when Heidi was interviewing for the position with Brent Bolthouse is now kind of like the HBIC, the head bitch in charge after Brent. And she's kind of giving a pep talk to all the people who are going to be working the club on Wednesday. And she looks like Morticia Adams. She does. Like a lot. Yeah. Like if someone gave Morticia Adams like a... A little thicker. Makeover. But but the hair, the face, like the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. But I really like that when she says about kind of like how they're supposed to act when they're at the club. No drinking, no Uggs. No flip-flops, heels that you can walk in. Walk in, in. yeah. <laughs> um, the no Uggs was my favorite. And I also think that it's interesting that we have now have two episodes where Heidi and Lauren are basically having the same boyfriend issues with work back-to-back. So it's like, first Lauren did last week, now Heidi does this week. Yeah. Like, Lauren wants to leave early for Jason's birthday, now Heidi's upset about her anniversary. Like they, it's, I'm, so, I'm actually a little shocked they didn't combine the episodes into one. And just make it the theme of one episode. Boyfriends and work don't mix. So now we are at another Teen Vogue fashion shoot. Is it different than the one we saw last week? I know they said Whitney wasn't oh, the one last week. It's 100% different because last week was a photo shoot. This was a fashion show. Oh. Last week Even was a photo when, shoot. Are you sure? I'm 100% because when sure. Whitney calls Lauren is like, you're late. And then the woman goes over to her and says, you're Because late. Whitney couldn't work the shoot. That's why Lauren okay. was there. Okay. Lauren's also in a phase of wearing nothing but that headscarf and the color black. Well, no, but it's, it's very deceiving. Yeah, I mean, it's a, well, no, it wasn't, it was that the headband again. Yeah. Um, no, because season one, the first one was a hundred percent a fashion shoot. It was a photo shoot. It wasn't a fashion show. There was no models walking. It was, she had to style the shoot. The, this one was an actual fashion show. Okay. All right. Um, but so you had a note about the model who is practicing her walk in the middle of this. I don't think she was practicing. I think she's walking and she was fucking turning it out. This bitch in bell bottoms. Oh, it was a bit like bell bottom jeans. And she was just like giving you Naomi Campbell. Like it was amazing. Like she, she had her walk was on point. She's taking the biggest strides I've ever seen. Like across the shot. Like, I could literally just picture her hips just, like, knocking shit over as she's walking. Just, like, <laughs> yeah. glasses and shit. Like, yeah. But it was fear. And, like, there was no mention of it. No one was like, what's no. happening right she now? She literally just walks through the shot. There's yeah. nothing said about she it. She owned it. She yeah. owned every single bit of it. Yeah. 
And Lauren shows up late because she and Jason stopped to have food on the way, apparently. And I asked her, Jason had a giant zit on his nose. Oh. Like gigantic, right? Like bridge of nose, yeah. Oh. Man. You're noticing all things I'm glad I didn't notice. Well, you'd think they'd throw a little makeup on him. He also has gotten rid of the chin strap, so I was pretty excited about that. Oh, good. He's just stubble now. Oh, good. Well, I'm sure the chin strap will come back. <laughs> I'm sure it will, A different will, yeah. scene soon. I'm sure it will. Um, but my favorite thing is that Lawrence gets scolded, basically, by people at the fashion show. and But they sort of whisper scold her. Like, Lauren, what time were you supposed to be here? You know, like there's something being recorded in the background. And she says, 2.30. Well, and they call her on the way. Like, yeah. where are you? What's happening? Yeah. And it's she says 2.30. And then they yell at her about, like, you have to be on time. But we don't find out until way later that she was only five minutes late. According to her. According to her. Yeah. Yeah. But Lauren is, I mean, Lauren doesn't seem like a liar to me. I mean, I feel like if she was five minutes late. She I agree. Was, yeah. But like. If but also be 10 minutes early. Like, I'm sorry. Like if if 2.30 in the afternoon is the only thing you have to show up for. This and, was not 2.30 in the morning. And it's weird because when she and Jason were in the kitchen getting ready to go to this thing, they, it seemed like the morning. Like they'd just gotten up and yeah. they were just kind of getting their he, act together. He was basically like, hey, you want to get breakfast? It was a little weird. Yeah. And then it took them, you know, four hours to get something to eat. Yeah. It's LA. A lot of traffic. Yeah, maybe. Oh, and that's the other... This is also why I know it's totally different. This modeling, the, the uh, runway show, was a, D, a DKNY. Uh-huh. And the other one was Vans and all that stuff. Oh, so yeah, this yeah. was specifically DKNY. No, you're right. You're right. Um, so then um, we cut to Heidi and Lauren in Heidi's bathroom. While Heidi gets ready to work the door Wednesday night yes. at LAX. And um, she says, you can use my curling iron, but only if you use it in here because you never bring it back. <laughs> Tee hee And uh, I don't know. They kind of have just like a bullshit conversation about like how Lauren was late to her shoot today. And Lauren says, everything I do is under a magnifying glass. It's like, yeah, well, you're on TV and you're fucking up left and right. So pull it together. <laughs> and now then we go to Heidi. Yeah. And Jordan, correct? And my one note about this is Jordan's hair. It's considerably longer, even more so than last week. And now he's working the TG Bedhead messy stuff. So it's definitely been a while since Jason's birthday. If I had to guess, because hair goes half an inch a month, I would say at least three weeks to a month afterwards. Huh. So this is probably like February. Okay. Okay. And the other thing I noticed is that, and I first I noticed it on Jason, and then I noticed it on Jordan. Both of them wear wedding bands on their right hands on their ring too. fingers, which yeah. is a little weird. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm not into male jewelry. Like, I'm not, it's not an attractive thing to me. Necklaces, rings, all that kind of stuff. So, I don't, was that a trend at the time? Not that I remember, but I mean, apparently with them it was. It's Did weird. Did some like cool male celebrity wear a ring on his right hand and that's why they started doing it perhaps i mean and they look like wedding bands i mean it did yeah they, they do yeah it's um, weird i actually noticed that on jason in the last episode when he and lauren have their like rekindled dinner. yes because i kept thinking like i was at a wedding ring and i'm like oh no it's right hand yeah, but and he's 18 um yeah i noticed the same thing and it is interesting to me that i feel like jordan is really following jason's lead 
You know, like with his hair, and now he's wearing a ring on oh, his right ring finger. Totally. You know, like Jason, like he's he's just falling in line after Jason. And that's probably what happened. That's probably why he's wearing yeah. it. Yeah, it was like cool ring, bro. Where'd you yeah. get that? Yeah, I agree. Um, I noticed the same thing. It's so stupid. Um, so now we have a brief cutaway to the fashion show where Lauren and Whitney are working, and there is a model who has not shown up. Jessica. Yes. Jessica is Jessica fucking things is up. ruining things for everyone. She was supposed to be there at 8.30 and it is now 10.15. And she's... Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. They keep calling the agency and no one can find Jessica. Jessica's out partying. Yes. She's probably at LAX with Heidi. And uh, so they've decided that Whitney is going to just take this model Jessica's place and walk in the show for DKNY. Which... It's pretty exciting. I know Whitney's oh, not it, a model, and she doesn't seem to have a desire to be, but she looks like a model. Oh, and she, I just wrote that she was stunning. I mean, she looked absolutely stunning. Whitney looked ab- yeah. beautiful. She looked Could gorgeous. not have looked more beautiful. And, um... Not the greatest runway model ever, though. Well, I said that her walk was too fast. It was too fast. She was too fast. And she doesn't pause at the end of the runway. Yeah. She just, she blows right through. But and, she looks incredible. And I also wrote that um, Lisa Love loves Whitney. It's apparently Lisa Love loves Whitney and like we all know she can't deal with Lauren, but so she loves Whitney. as Whitney walks by Lisa Love when she's on the runway and Lisa Love's in the front row, Lisa Love says like she's so composed all the time. Like a proud mother. She loves Whitney. And Blaine, I have to give a little shout out to Blaine, who is usually fav- fades in the background. We don't care about him. Our favorite Bayside Tiger. Um, but when um, he's talking about Whitney, he says, oh, she, she did really well. He used well properly yeah. instead of good. Yeah. Out of all, I was like, he's, I was expecting him to say did, did good. Yeah. Now, we have to go back a little bit because we missed Heidi's club working. And her brief anniversary dinner with Jordan before. Yes. Yep. Let's do it. So um, she has her anniversary dinner with Jordan. Yep. And I didn't even take notes on this because I thought it was boring. It was. Um, six months. Congratulations. And she gets the pearl earrings, which we've already discussed. Yep. Big deal. Which, and... little side note for those of you listening, if you actually have real pearls, take them off when you're getting your hair done because hairspray will degrade them and ruin them. Yes. Insider tips. Insider tips. From Frank. We'll ruin your pearls. There you go, ladies. Um, And then Heidi says, you know, I've never been with anyone this long. Whatever. Um, And then they go to work. Heidi goes to the club appearance. LAX. LAX. And her coworker congratulates her on being with someone for six months. (laughs) Which I thought was kind of cute and nice. I mean, when you're 19. Elodie is kind of the Whitney of Bolt House Productions, Yeah, I love Elodie. She's Me too. She's very sweet. She's very supportive. A perfect amount of sarcastic. There's nothing not to like. Now, we need to talk about Jordan's outfit. So, Heidi's throwing this club performance. Number number four. (laughs) There are lines, like, there lines around the block in both directions you know from clubs like the left lines usually regular people the right lines vip or like guest list or whatever so there's lines i actually going... i don't think most of us know that frank you'll have to school us on that what no one's been to a club like <laughs> not in the vip line that's really where well, you're usually there's us. two lines to go in the like one like to the left one to the right and one is for vip ones or you know bottle service whatever one's for regular so it's just like lines in both directions people ever chaos 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 Everyone's dressed fairly nicely. A lot of black, a lot of, you know, subtle colors. 
Jordan shows up in jeans and like some dumb soccer shirt. And I am not one to dress up to go out. So I... It's a bright red t-shirt. I don't know what it said on the front, but it had soccer, a giant... Soccer balls. Okay. And it, it had a like... giant number four on the back, which yeah, is what I Yeah, it was I like some him... soccer team shirt. Or, or was it... Football. Or was it like an Abercrombie like fake soccer shirt? It may have been. That's what it looked it like said, to me. It said some, some name and it had a soccer ball and number... If you're going to your girlfriend's first night at work at some fancy club in LA, like don't just pick shit up off your floor. Like, <laughs> I mean, I again, I do. I'm not someone who likes to dress up at all. But even I would wear something nicer than throw on a black t-shirt at least for Christ's sake. Yeah, you would throw on a fresher tee than that. Yeah, so, so stupid. I. Yeah. So he shows up. Heidi gets them in. Uh, they go inside. She's working, working, working. Then she disappears, of course, to go sit and hang out with them because yep. why would you be responsible at your first night of this job you've been dying for and you finally get your opportunity? Let's just blow it, Heidi. Yeah. Um, and then quite possibly one of the ugliest people I've ever seen in my life um, comes up <laughs> to say hi to her that she went on a date with. What Josh. Was Josh. Uh, hideous. Hideous. So I will admit... That now that we've watched, what, six episodes together? I'm very curious as to the fine line between hideous and hot that you walk. I'm not saying I think Josh is cute, but you think Jason is very hot. And then this guy who's like a sad knockoff of Jason in an ugly polo with hair not as tall, he's hideous. Sad knockoff? He looked like a busboy. Okay. (laughs) I'm not... I'm just saying the lines seem very harsh, whereas to me they seem a little less obvious. Uh, no, um, he was disgusting and um, <laughs> acne-ridden. And oh I mean, like, I did you look at him? I'm not saying I think that this hobo was cute. <laughs> I'm saying though that the range on this show, from what you consider hideous to gorgeous, is actually very, very short. Not in my world, listeners. <laughs> I'm so sorry the guy in the polo with tall hair isn't as hot as the guy in the Ed Hardy t-shirt with tall hair. Well, but Jason has an attractive face. That guy did not have an attractive face. I'm not saying Josh was hot. That's not the point of this conversation. And he's not worth talking about, actually. So the point of this is that he comes up and on the screen where they introduce people in the hills, which I love, the descriptions actually only get richer as the show goes Yeah, they're pretty good. It says, Josh... Heidi's ex date. Yes. They went on one date. They went on one date. So I find that an interesting title to give him. Especially because those of you out here, I mean, like myself, who go on dates, like a date could be 45 minutes. It could just be like a quick coffee, right. dinner. Like, I mean, right. I've been on dates with lots of people that I wouldn't even recognize if they came up and talked to me because it's been so short. Like, yeah. It's a- yeah. So, and then, you know, Heidi and Josh. He's bold enough to go up to her while she's sitting with two other guys, which happen to be Jordan, her boyfriend, and Brian. Oh, we don't think this is orchestrated by the camera crew? I mean, it probably was, but I'm still saying that he he fell for it. He yeah. sat down and talked to her. And, um, you know, the, the conversation is a little bit odd, but Heidi makes light of it. And she says, you know, like, she's reassuring Jordan because Jordan's already pissed. He's insta-pissed. Yeah. Like... For no reason. Nothing's happened. He just sat down. But I think that's like a 20-year-old guy thing. 
But Heidi even says, like, you have nothing to worry about, baby. We went on one date and kisses Jordan. I don't think it matters. I really don't. I think I with 20-year-old guys, like, they just, they're, they're very territorial. I don't think they give a shit. And I... No, Heidi, truth be told, if at that age someone sat down next to my boyfriend and her husband and said, we went on one date, I'd be like, get out of here. Exactly. Yeah, that's and true. Also... I would take her outside and show her who's boss. The, but the thing that also doesn't make a little bit of sense is he and Heidi are obviously now friends or at least in some kind of contact because she said, say hi to your girl for me. Like, she knows he has a girlfriend. When he was leaving, she was like, say hi to your girl for me. So that's true. obviously they've kept in some kind of like remote social contact since then. Yeah. The other odd thing I had written down about their interaction is that they're leaning so close. Heidi says, I can smell it. Yeah, what was that? I don't know what. I don't know. He didn't say like, "Can you smell my cologne?" She just said, "I can smell it." It was yeah. very strange. Was that like I took I took a shot of Fireball? I'm wearing this cologne. I tried a new deodorant. Like it, I have no idea. Um, back then it would have been yeah, Jagermeister or Axe body spray. Well, no, but I'm saying it wouldn't have been uh, it wouldn't have been Fireball, but Jagermeister. Well, I mean, I guess. Um, they didn't have Axe body spray then either. In 2006, I don't think so. I have no idea, but it's newer. It probably would have been Dracoir Noir. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I or just, Cool Water. It would have cool been Cool water. water is what it would have been. Yeah. Cool Water for sure. Well, Heidi can smell it. <laughs> well, and then he leaves. Heidi has to go back to work. Yep. And then Jordan says... And Brian. Says something to Brian that they I have thought another was like... another out exchange. Very condescending and stupid, which is girls are too friendly. Well, you know what? Dick face... Like, if you know Heidi was just being friendly because she was working, like, then why are you mad? Like, obviously, what girls are too friendly to me means, like, girls are too friendly to be like, I don't want to talk to you. Get away from me. I'm going to be polite. Girls are too... And that's... I'm a whole... Well, let's not get into this, but, like, rape culture. Girls are too afraid to say, like, like, you know, get away from me, whatever. But Heidi even says, like, Jordan says, like, why did you talk to him? And she says, I'm not going to be rude. Yeah. Like, but, he came over to say hello, and that's all I said back. And I feel like his saying, girls are too friendly, basically negates his whole argument. Because it's like, obviously, you know, she's just being polite. Like, you're an idiot. And so you're mad for nothing. Yeah. And she kissed you in front of him to solidify the fact that she's not interested in him whatsoever. Yeah. And let's be honest. I am not... I would be willing to bet a million dollars. Heidi stuck outside all night. Um, Jordan and Brian have a table at what I believe is one of the hottest clubs in LA at the time. I'm sure in the VIP section because he's dating someone who works at Bold House. Are we supposed to believe that he's not scamming on hot girls the whole time? Because I don't. Yeah. I think that, well, he's scamming We've already on hot heard girls. about what Jordan and Brian talk about when they're playing basketball, so. Yeah, I'm sure Brian's probably scamming on Jordan, but whatever. He absolutely is. Yeah. His leather choker is even tighter than it was before. I think he's wearing a V-neck again of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, but then Heidi runs back to her co-workers out front and says like, oh my God, this guy came over to say hi to me and I was just being nice and I was just saying hello and Jordan is so mad at me and <laughs> Elodie, again, <laughs> who might be like series MVP by the time we're done with this, it's like, oh my God, are you serious? Did he get mad? Just like completely <laughs> making fun of Heidi. Like... You're a teenager. Tell him to shut up. And were you a little surprised? I was expecting her to get in trouble. Because they were looking for her when she left. People were like, where's Heidi? Where's Heidi? Where's Heidi? I was expecting when she came out that one of the plot lines would be like, you're in trouble. Maybe next week that'll come up when they like have a meeting at Bolt House. But I was a little surprised that no one yelled at her for ditching. I mean, maybe the producers felt like they covered that with the Young Hollywood Party. Maybe. 
They didn't want to repeat the same really exciting plot line. Um, and then at the end, uh, I'm assuming what's around like 1.30, Heidi comes out of the back door of the club to find Jordan waiting outside for her. In her Saturn. In her, uh, yeah, and, and that's another thing. Let's talk about this. I mean, we didn't see Brian, so maybe Brian gave Jordan a ride, but Brian and Jordan showed up after Heidi was already at work. How is Jordan driving her home in her Saturn? I don't know. I mean, I guess Brian drove separately. But and like, why is Jordan always designated driver? Especially since Heidi shouldn't have been drinking because she was working. And right. And that was like, that was. was rule number one. It was no drinking, no Uggs. Yeah. So, and I'm. <laughs> Which she, should be a motto for and life. And he has been drinking all night. So why? And I'm interested to know what MTV's liability would be for this. Because this is a little deep, but on Real World Hawaii, when Ruthie was on and she was oh. an alcoholic, oh. she drove drunk. And it was a real big deal because MTV, like, let her do it. And they, they got in all kinds of trouble, and they were like, you should So, during the hills, like, we know there was a lot of drunk driving going on, and they didn't stop anybody. Yeah. They should have gotten them all. That's the one thing that's nice about reality shows today, is they get everyone a car service. Yeah. Like, housewives, whatever. Like, they're being driven everywhere, so that we don't have to worry about yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I will say that I didn't think that Jordan was in the worst condition possible during the argument they were having. No. But also, but... this is like 15 seconds of film, so. Well, and let's be honest. He's a recently turned... 19, 20 year old at a nightclub, probably got there at 10 o'clock. It's 2 a.m. I refuse, and I bet he's drinking for free because his girlfriend's running the event. Um, I refuse to believe that he wasn't wasted. Or at least had a few drinks. I would say, well, he didn't I, seem wasted to Not me. wasted, but he definitely yeah. shouldn't have been driving, I'm sure. No, actually, Heidi seemed more sober than him. Well, because Heidi was working, she was only to drink. That's what I'm saying. She yeah. should have driven. Like, it's. I don't know. Maybe they were just sitting in their car and fighting and then they switched. Maybe. I don't know. That would be... I don't know. That's too good to be true. Um. So that's the... Do you have any more thoughts? Because that's the end of this episode. I don't think so. I am going to look up <laughs> what year Axe was invented. Yeah, please do. But I, I, I feel like it wasn't... I, a cool water for sure. I know that time period. But 2006. I feel like my sister almost broke up with a guy because he wore too much Xbox. Well, right? which she should. But um, yeah. so it's possible I could be wrong about that. Yeah. I've never worn it myself. So. Yeah. I don't know. We will find out. So stay with us. More exciting things. The gang celebrates Christmas and New Year's Eve. And Jason and Lauren get into their first big argument of the season. Jason's ready to explore friendly relationships. And Lauren cries her very first black tear. (sighs) And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Frankly Mayor B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mayor B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>